Well, good morning. Good morning. Good news. I'm Greg Taylor, news director out here at Q Media Group and KCUE Bluff Country. And my guest this Sunday morning is Melanie Cheetah, who is the executive director of the Southeast Minnesota chapter of the American Red Cross. Good morning, Melanie. How's it going? Good morning. It's going great. How are you? Good. I always like talking to you. You're, you're not only funny and smart, but but you know a lot about blood. Um, you know, and, and and it is, as as Cotton used to say, they were the fabric of our lives. Uh, you're you're actually you're actually part of you're actually a bigger part of uh, our lives than Cotton even. Uh, you know, be given that uh, we're required for life. Yeah, I would say we're a little more important than that. Because you, yeah. you can yeah. wear you can wear wool, or, or you know, like me, I've I've got my uh, black tight leather pants on today actually no oh just teasing uh, yeah i know i thought i'd throw you a curveball so, so anyway you you guys have a main office that i think you reside in you don't not that you live yeah. there but uh in rochester and then uh yeah kind of a satellite office in the relatively still brand new ymca down in winona and yeah. you guys serve southeast minnesota our friends yeah. down the road a little in wabasha of course we're in goodyear county you serve fillmore yeah. freeborn Dodge Lassour, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, Lassour. exactly. If I was mm-hmm. the mayor of that town, I would have a contest to change my name because it sounds like <laughs> something Pepe Le Pew <laughs> would uh, say. Anyway, Olmstead County, and uh, it just goes on and on. You guys do so much good. So where do we want to start? You guys are always in need of blood, and I suspect that, that hasn't changed. It has not changed. In fact, um, we've come through you know, a busy season uh, of blood drives, but we've also unfortunately had to cancel some uh, the last week when there was uh, blizzards going through town. We can't do blood drives when it isn't safe for people to be out and about. And so we're always glad when it gets to be spring because <laughs> maybe we're, we're done with those winter cancellations, but we had a, a bad stretch in December and, and now a bad stretch uh, late in February that uh, caused us to cancel a lot of drives. And so we really hope that people who are inclined to donate will, will hear this message and say, okay, I got to go in, I got to donate and help us replenish and make sure we don't end up in a situation where there's a blood shortage because we just don't want to be in that in that type of situation where we can't supply blood to hospitals and clinics. Right now we're able to meet the need, but it's because people have been coming in and, and donating. And so we hope people will see this as an opportunity to do something good and make an appointment to donate at a blood drive that's coming up in the near future that's convenient for them. Yeah, well, that's great because, you know, you think of the supply chain problems the country's had since covid yeah. and uh, right. and so if you go to the store and they don't have your particular size of uh, tennis shoes is one thing but when you go to the hospital yeah. and you need blood <laughs> that, that, again kind of kind of the cotton right. versus life uh, that's a big difference yeah. you need you need it now not next week exactly yeah exactly it's the blood that's already on the shelf that was donated you know a few weeks ago that's available if i have to go into the er today you know it's it's that forward thinking uh, mindset that says okay well if something happens to me or my family members i want that blood to be available for them when that time comes so i'm going to donate today because i know that i can and here's an appointment i can can make and i can show up and donate and then that blood's available for the person who needs it in that crisis situation. You know, at the time of the emergency, we can't donate blood. It has to have been donated already by people who who made that gift, you know, a few weeks ago. So we hope that people will realize that if we want to we want to receive <laughs> when the time comes, then we should give. We should give to make sure that others who need it right now can get it. Yeah, see if I do the give and take thing. If I'd learned that when I was married, uh, Melanie, think, <laughs> things might have things, 
Things might have t- turned out a little different for Gregory. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking today with Melanie Cheetah, the executive director of our fabulous Southeast Minnesota chapter of the American Red Cross, located down in Rochester, the main office here in Southeast Minnesota, as well as uh, beautiful Winona, my former hometown, where I actually met Melanie to begin with, doing interviews yeah. down there on the phone. And you were just a hoot. And you you just have so much information. You're a natural, frankly. You should you should get a raise. Tell your boss. Oh, I, tell your boss you. I said so. Oh, I will. I will. Thank yeah, you. you say, hey, that Greg, he's a multimedia <laughs> superstar, man. He, he said I needed a raise, and I agree. This is what he said, and everybody <laughs> heard him say it. So one easy way, again, the website redcrossblood.org, all you have mm-hmm. to do to find our local, you could be hearing this in Cannon Falls. You might have separate yeah. uh, blood drives. Just put in your uh, zip code. Same yep. with Red Wing, and even if you're listening across the river in Wisconsin, just yeah. go ahead. You know, you got blood drives over there as well. I think sure uh, I think Wisconsin people in Minnesota use the same types of blood. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we don't care about Packers, Vikings, or anything like that when it comes no. to blood. It's all good. Yeah, we just want it to go to the patient who needs it. Well, isn't that the truth? And that reminds mm-hmm. me, you guys have a great app, and people can save yeah. time on these blood drives by you can yeah. download that by the same website, redcrossblood.org. Yep. So explain that. That just makes it handy, not only for you folks, but oh for the gosh. for the give yeah. give e of the blood donor as well. Oh yeah, it's so convenient because it'll pull up. You put your information into the app, and then it automatically will uh, find blood drives for you. So if you're traveling and you think, oh, I've got a, an afternoon free, you could donate blood in another part of of the country and the app is smart enough you know to know your location and help you find appointments so very convenient from that standpoint it also keeps track of some of those statistics that that it are is helpful to know so when you go in to see your doctor for example and maybe your blood pressure is a little bit high and they say well when was the last time you had your blood pressure checked and you pull out your app and you say well here's my last three blood donations and what my blood pressure was you know when I donated blood wow you know how convenient that is to track that kind of information the other nice thing about the app is it will tell you when you're eligible again so you know you know how soon you can come back and donate it, you'll find out about blood drives that are coming up that you can make an appointment for but the coolest feature I think of the app is that it does tell you what part of the country or what hospital or clinic your blood ultimately went to so I had a situation just recently where I donated and I found out later that my blood went to an area where they had had hurricanes and they had they had not been able to do blood drives of course during a hurricane so I was just I felt so good about that because I thought here's here's my donation in southeast Minnesota where we're not affected by hurricanes but we're you know, we care about about people, and uh, no matter where they live, we want them to have um, access to, you know, safe and, and uh, adequate blood supply. And so here's proof that, you know, back in October when they weren't collecting blood in that part of the country because they're all just, you know, coping with the hurricane, the blood was still available. My blood went to that hospital because that's where it was needed. Yeah, and somebody really cool. got that because they were, you know, in a crisis or they needed that. And then the hurricane didn't stop that from happening. They still got what they needed because that blood was available for them. So I just think that's the coolest feature of the app, honestly, is that it tells you, you know, where your blood ultimately went. So yeah, it's very pretty, cool. pretty neat. The only thing you failed to do was send them a whole bunch of cotton balls, you know, that would have made their... Made their... <laughs> 
Could have made their lives even better. It's like, here, we're going to save your life, and here's a cotton ball. we got a couple, two, three minutes left this morning with our American mm -hmm. Red Cross. Southern Minnesota Executive Director, uh, they handle a whole bunch of counties uh, here in Southeast Minnesota, uh, as well as the Prairie Island Indian community. Now, that's, yeah. that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. That's a good reminder to people, too, is that you can look for blood drives in your community, you know, that are open to anyone. But we also do blood drives at particular um, sites where there's a lot of employees. And that's a good example. Treasure Island has a, a pretty good sized group of people that work there all the time. And we are happy to bring a blood drive to a site where there's, you know, a bunch of people that are there every day, because that's another way to make it really convenient. One of the biggest factors to help people, you know, make an appointment and, and keep it is that that's a convenient time and location for them. If you are working somewhere where you know, on a regular basis, there's 50 or 100 people that are working at that site. We'd love to talk to you about, you know, bringing a blood drive specifically to your location because that's a great, great way for us to collect and make it super easy for, for people to donate when they are just, when we're just right there at work. That's probably on my mind because I'm airing a story today about our city council. Okay, uh, they're going to apply for DNR Outdoor Grant for our pickleball group here. Oh. <laughs> Once they get these courts built, maybe you could set up, one, you know, because pickleball people. Oh my gosh! They they had a they had a kid eighteen and they had a, a ninety one year old gentleman stood oh up. Goodness. Isn't that something? And both of those people, I think, need blood. Not not now, not right now. I hope, God forbid, because uh, they both seem pretty healthy. I don't want to scare their relatives. Like, oh my God, that's my grandpa. He needs blood. No, no, no. I'm just being an idiot. Redcrossblood.org. One of my favorite little uh, memes that somebody sent me was a little thing that said, no matter what you do, always give 100%. And then a little comment underneath it and said, unless you're giving blood. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Isn't that awesome? That it's is so cute. True. You know, we're only going to collect one unit. You get to keep all the rest. You know, just, just <laughs> coming greedy. for your appointment is important. Uh, we're not going to take 100%. You need, you need the rest. They really do give back. See, folks, they don't want all your blood, unlike Dracula, who pretty much <laughs> Drains you out. Uh, Melanie, thank you. On that weird note, we'll, we'll end our conversation this morning on Good Morning Good News. And uh, you guys are always good news. And, and thankfully, because we've had fires here, you know, in town yeah. since the last yeah. time we talked. And, you know, mm -hmm. you, you folks don't supply them with goods or anything. Uh, that's done here on a different local. We've got nonprofits and churches, thankfully, that help sure. out with that. But you guys sure. have uh, people there who actually oh, yeah. uh, help them. Oh, yeah, some financial assistance so they can purchase things that they need immediately to help with their recovery, along with the things that their community will offer for them. I mean, yeah, we're there with volunteers who have been through this before, who have great guidance and support for them as they're kind of walking through this. For most people, having a house fire, it's like their worst day, you know, and so having a volunteer who's willing to go to that family and meet with them and help them through that process is a really, really important part of our mission and we're really grateful for the volunteers who are who are helping us do that because helping people recover from disasters is a pretty key part of what we do and it's because the volunteers are willing to do that that we're able to make that commitment yeah well thank thank goodness for your your group and and yourself yeah. for that matter because when you think about it other than
than in death, uh, losing your home and everything in it. So the volunteers, you know, they're specially trained to, to be able to support the individual or family, you know, through the situation and kind of be that neutral person who they can be totally themselves with and no, no risk to that. A safe person who can listen and, and provide support and then also, you know, provide some suggestions, some guidelines for you know, what to do next, where do I start, that kind of thing. Because that's, that's sometimes the hardest part is after this terrible thing has happened, a person's sort of left like, well, now what? You know, what do I do? And so the wow. Red Cross volunteers' role is to say, well, that's what I'm here for. So let me help you think through what do you think would be the next. If, if you knew you had to do these five things, what would be the, the first thing that you would, would do and help support them through that, get them on their way again. We really appreciate your time today, Melanie. Thanks. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks.